Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. We are at episode 81 live from Philadelphia. My name is Elvis. My name is Barbara. What's happening, Barbara? <laughs> we are live at LMT Lab Day East. And so much energy in the room. This, this is, is amazing. 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 We're in Philadelphia. We went out for a great meal last night, saw some opera singers. Yeah. And we were live, so, so Joe Young recommended a restaurant called Victor Cafe. Cafe. And we went out with the great people at Noack Dental Supplies, and this place is an Italian restaurant where the servers would, about every 10 minutes, ring a bell and then just start belting out opera. It was quite unique, and I enjoyed it. It was fun. I totally enjoyed it. This is a great show. Yeah. It's really busy. It's our first time here. Yep. It's got a good vibe. It's it's a little bit lower key than Chicago, which Mm -hmm. is nice. Yep. Which is nice, but there's a lot of technicians here. What I love is when we're doing live interviews, how everybody comes up, grabs our postcards, says hi. Good stuff. Corral them in about four minutes to come sit down with us. So we've had some really excellent interviews, and um, we, we like live because you get to articulate and look at people. Yeah. and We love our podcast, but going on the show. So I missed you the last couple of shows. I'm yeah. so glad I'm back. It is. It's good you to have the team. You did a great job, uh, <laughs> just saying, but I definitely missed you, so I'm really happy to be back with you and sharing this live podcast. Yeah, it's so. fun. Yeah. I need you to grab these people. You're I, so you much better at it. You're so much better at it. But real quick, a super big thank you, shout out to LMT, Judy, Jenny, all of them. Not only do they put together such a great show for our industry, but allowing us to come to capture them yeah. and to showcase what all those people who don't go are missing it's phenomenal. And they're always so good for us. They, they get us in a great location, and they provide everything for us. And we're extremely grateful, um, all the resources that they've given us to uh, take these shows live. So thank stuff. you, LMT and Judy. Yes, Appreciate you guys it. are great. But, you know, we actually have a, an interview we're, we're finishing up. This week, we continue our conversation with Jessica Knott, CDT. So last time she talked about how she got into the Air Force and learning her dental technology skills and then using them on that base that she was at. But now she's joined us civilians Mm -hmm. and took a job with Bayou State Dental Lab. So she talks about that transition from the Air Force to a private lab, how she ended up there, and really her take on the future of 3D printing. Roll them. We'd like to introduce our listeners to Crystal Ultra Fixed Hybrid Dentures by Digital Dental. Crystal Ultra is an advanced nanoceramic material used to create final restorations that are the closest alternative to natural teeth, period. If you haven't tried Crystal Ultra Hybrid Fixed Denture in your lab, you need to right now. Crystal Ultra full arches are 60% lighter than zirconia arches and six times stronger than traditional acrylic teeth denture setups. Crystal Ultra is also absolutely gorgeous with incredible optical qualities. Gorgeous, strong, and functional, Crystal Ultra is rapidly becoming the material of choice for full arch dentistry. 
Digital Dental makes it super easy to get started with Crystal Ultra immediately, like on your very next case. Just visit them at www.crystalultra.com voices to request a sample arch and to get a discount on your first case. Digital Dental offers complete outsourced Crystal Ultra lab services and as the only U.S.-based manufacturer of advanced dental milling machines, Digital Dental can also provide full in-lab solutions for your lab featuring the revolutionary new DM5XT Ultra wet-dry milling machine. With over a thousand successful cases to date, Crystal Ultra is the fastest growing material solution in full arch dentistry and is taking the market by storm. Crystal Ultra, feel the difference. Voices from the Bench The Interview Stands for the industry as a whole on a laboratory side. Yeah. Great answer. When you got out of the military, and you said this was like July, right? It was just one month ago. One month yep. ago. Wow. So with this kind of experience and knowledge you have, mm-hmm. I'm sure any lab would have been happy to have you. Yes, and I had a large amount of job offers. I could imagine. Well, luckily, in my time in the Air Force, when I was doing all the digital stuff, I was also doing the 3D printing and you know finding best solutions for the Air Force as a whole. I worked really close with our digital technology consultant who directly reports to the Surgeon General. So, uh-huh. you know, he really picked me up and we were doing that together. So I was meeting everyone on the civilian side, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. because you travel a lot around to all the conferences and, you know, you always might see someone in Air Force uniform. You never know one might be there. So I was one of those people and I'm getting to meet and, you know, I keep telling everyone, well, yeah, I'm going to separate. I'm going to separate because... What happened was, you know, I joined the Air Force because I wanted to be in the Air Force. I cried because I wanted to dentistry. And now I left the Air Force because I loved dentistry in the Air Force. Yeah. That's what it came down to. I know how that works. It's funny how it works. I just want to have that time. And so as I'm out in the industry and, you know, meeting people and I'm working with people, getting to work with a bunch of companies, towards the end of me getting out, I actually decided that I was going to work corporate and I wasn't going to work in the laboratory. You're going to go to the vendor side? I, I was going to go corporate, probably educational bases, kind of consulting. Wow. I, was already con- oh, I was already consulting for some laboratories and some clinical accounts before I got out of the Air Force on digital applications. But I, and I was just like, yeah, let's go corporate. That's where I want to be. And two weeks before I got out of the Air Force. I was going to say, <laughs> probably didn't take you long, right? Well, that's a, I, I mean, this was planned for the whole year. And so I was only accepting corporate job offers. I was balancing them, you know, looking at the pay, looking at locations, looking at what I could do here. Does it allow me time to have time at the bench, you know, because it was all really important to me. And two weeks before, I just, I don't know why, but I called Tristan Hall at Bayou State Dental Laboratory. And we'd met from the Dental Technician Society, which is at Fun in the Sun mm-hmm. every year. He was the past president. And we were talking last year. And... He, I just remember he mentioned me, he said, you know what, Jessica, I know you, it was even a, over a year ago, I said I was going corporate. And he said, just give me a call before you do. Yep. And I'm sitting on my back porch. I've already, already have jobs slotted. You know, I'm trying to decide which one to take. And I'm sitting on my back porch and I'm like, I should call Tristan. Good old gut feeling, right? I don't know how it came. It just did. But I was like, I should call Tristan. 
you know, he told me to call. So I'm, I'm, you know, I like to keep my word. I'm going to call him. And that came to, well, why don't you come down this Friday and, you know, come to the laboratory? You've never been into the laboratory down here. I said, yeah, sure. Friday works good. You know, I came in and we're walking around and we're talking about what they do here at Bayou State. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. The educational backing that they have here is one thing that I am in love with. You know, they're so in, they're so close with the clinical side on education and, you know, the study clubs that they host here. And they're heavily involved with the Louisiana Association of Dentistry for all those functions. You know, this laboratory actually has speaking time on the clinical for oh, Louisiana. Wow. Wow. And with being on a background of the digital stuff throughout the Air Force, another big task of mine, which you'll, you're just going to love it when I say this, I got to be careful who I tell, was the FDA compliance side of all the 3D printing and the mills and mm-hmm. So that was my job as well at the Air Force, which means that I'm on a consultant level for FDA compliance because you have to know your program. We don't, we don't outsource our consulting. We did it ourselves. Wow. Yeah. So you know how to get a lab into FDA clearance for printing? Yes, I can. And that's actually what I lectured on at, um, fun in the sun. It's a big part of my backing is to be able to help people understand the FDA's role in dental laboratory now. But with me having a backing like that, Tristan's laboratory is actually the only laboratory in the state of Louisiana that's DOMIS, CDL, certified, both of them. And on laboratories across the U.S., that's up 0.02%. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, I got to say. Congratulations, you guys. I mean, it's absolutely amazing here. What they've done, they've honestly been... I think it's the clinical connection. I mean, they're so close with their doctors and with the education. If you you as a doctor get an MCXL because you want to build same day restorations, congratulations, you're still our doctor and send your assistants over so we can teach them how to run an MCXL. Heck yeah. Yep. Why not? Because Why not? they're doing it. Doctors that do situations like that, you know, those single units actually turn into more of their fillings, right? Yep. And then they get more comp cases that they don't want to design and build themselves. And we still have that laboratory relationship with them. We're not the laboratory that says, oh, you know, I can't believe you want to be a lab tech. You know, we don't want to work with you. No, we push it. We support it. We love it. Digital is outstanding. And if, as a clinical side, if you can support those things, that's amazing. And if not, then we're here to pick up everything that you can. So what's your role at that lab now? So I was hired as um, one of the managers here, and I'm overseeing the CAD-CAM department, and then also I'm our kind of digital specialist. So a lot of education and training role on the Mm -hmm. clinical side, and then a lot of traveling to kind of keep up with the industry side of events and stuff throughout the year. But Tristan, he's kind of on the same side of things as I am, and he knew what I did with the Air Force and how we converted and built that all digital laboratory and how we streamlined our workflows kind of top to bottom research and development for all the materials and processes. And he's like, I want that, <laughs> you know, don't we all? Yeah. I'll take three. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I want that. And so that's what we're doing here now as a team. We are in desperate need for more people because our workload is just, it's been a crazy summer for them. They've had just continuous 
amounts of work. And they're really just stretching at the belt here of being able to support it. And we're only just growing and growing and taking in more. So on the CAD CAM side of things, we're getting things streamlined. And actually, it's official now that I stepped in here and I kind of did the same thing that I did at Keith Air Force Base with the all digital laboratory. Well, it was another mm-hmm. lab, but we kicked out someone else and we took it as the digital. Well, we're in two weeks, we're about to kick out the ceramics department of the ceramics laboratory and we're taking it to the digital laboratory. Wow. Yeah. So in two weeks, we're starting to move. Uh, we've gotten a bunch of new equipment in with the new three shape scanner that came out and all that software. We just got that in this week. We went ahead and installed another in lab system. We're getting another five axis mill just to be able to meet, meet the mill. We already have a handful of printers and then we're constantly evaluating 3D printing because that's kind of my niche in my background. Mm-hmm. So anyone on a corporate side that says, Hey, Jessica, you know, cause we're always in the market for a 3D printer. Do you want to try out the printer? Sure. Anytime. Drop it off. I will yep. on that thing. I will run it like crazy. But the best thing is, even if I don't buy it at the end, I can still sit down at that company because of my background and I can say, Hey, you know, this is all the really great things I found about your 3D printer. This is where it excels at. And these were the things that I found were falling short in comparison. And for this price point, this is where you, you kind of range for and comparability to the rest of them. And here is your true kind of market for your indications that you can provide. Mm-hmm. Here, here is that like pinpoint spot of either laboratory, clinical, size, volume, your target sale. And I'm able to do that for them. So even if we don't end up buying it, I get the, because I actually get the understanding of how to operate that printer, everything that goes into it on the consulting side. So when you come to me, say you want to buy a new 3D printer and I sit down with you and I want to be able to go through my whole process. Well, I don't get paid by the companies to sell printers uh-huh. and I don't have a favorite printer. I honestly could say that all printers are great printers and they're great in different areas and mm. some are just for other people and some are not. I love that. So you're kind of a consultant, but not a consultant or you are, but you know, that you value to them. Yeah. And I, I don't always do it for pay. You know, sometimes I'm on bigger accounts and stuff. Even people can pay me to come in and kind of just do the weekend with them and set up their things. And that's what I was doing before I got out for Keesler. But I mean, just day to day, if you call me and say, Hey, Jessica, I need a 3D printer. This is what's going on. And what, what do you think I should buy? If I had a dollar for every time someone says, well, Jessica, what's the best 3D printer on the market so I can get it? Yeah. There's no best printer. There's a best printer for you. And that's yeah. something else. I, that's a big thing I lecture point on. And it's understanding kind of your needs. And on a 3D printing background, Dr. Bellici and I, when we were at Kiesler, we kind of came up with a criteria or workflow for purchasing a printer kind of bounced back and forth. It took us a couple months to really get it streamlined. But, and this is what I lecture, it starts with, okay, you want to buy a 3D printer. What's your indications? So what are you printing or what do you want to print? And at what volume do you want to print it? It's the first place you start. Once those things are identified, I can then kick over. My very next step is, okay, well, what resins do you want to create, you know, those indications out of at that volume? What's your market resin? Hmm. Because if you think about it, think about ceramics. We all have our specific porcelain that we love and favor more, right? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty much any oven and it still comes out on the other side. Yeah. So why do we target the 3D printing industry on the oven, quote unquote, the box? 
the printer. We should be looking at it on the resin basis. So once you kind of identify those resins that are the areas that you want, it's very easy to determine what printers those resins are actually intended for. If you call that resin manufacturer and say, I'd like a list of all your validated printers for your resin, they'll give you a list of every printer that can actually print that by FDA standards or you know whatever invalidation mm -hmm. code. It's that easy. You pick up the phone and call the resin manufacturer. Interesting. So you're lecturing on that. So we, are you lecturing anytime coming soon? That's the thing. So I, I'm working a couple of things with some KOLs for a couple of companies. Great. And that's kind of got me streamlined away from just personal 3D printing education. I'm hoping to get something in Chicago this year for sure on a 3D printing background because it's just, it's out there and people don't, they don't get it. And you know what? They shouldn't get it because I had all the time in the world in the Air Force to run around, you know, and do R&D work and go to all these fancy shows and events and have all this great education, which everyone else in the civilian industry paid for, by the way, with their tax dollars. You You're paid welcome. My yeah, thank you. Honestly, <laughs> you all paid for me to just, you know, run around and figure out all this crazy education. So why would I not want to just come and give it back? Really? It, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Yep. That's awesome. I mean, because you're right. When it comes to 3D printers, we're all sold on speed and build plate. Yeah. It always starts with the resins. And then once you know you get your printers, I then move into actually breaking down those printers that are already validated for those resins. And then I get into the tech and how it builds. And when I say the tech inside of it, I mean full-blown understanding the mechanical property build of the structure and the layer it's printing. So... I get a little bit nerdy on the 3D printing side of things. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. If you ever have an hour That's and a half. not a bad thing. <laughs> if you ever have an hour and a half, we can talk about the tech of a printer. Okay. <laughs> yep. It's true though, but it's very impressive. Totally respected. But um, I really love it. And I love being able to help people kind of make decisions. Like I said, you know, large accounts and big things. If you're wanting to, me to fly somewhere and be in your laboratory for multiple days, Obviously, I'm charging some money. Oh, yeah. On a day-to-day -day basis, I might make six industry phone calls with other laboratory owners or lab technicians just to chat and talk through things. Awesome. It's just it's education. Why not? Yep. And like I said, thanks for paying for it. And, you know, thanks for paying your taxes and let me be a part of the Air Force, which was just absolutely a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that I really enjoyed. So where do you think 3D printing is going to go? Where do you see it? Do you, are we going to be printing crowns? That's my question. We will be printing crowns. 3D printing as a whole. So let's just say we'll really get on the 3D printing stance. Just because I have such a large background, I knew I waited to tell you guys that until the end. I knew it would come up. Okay. Yeah. Manufacturing as a whole, not just dentistry, the whole future is 3D printing. 50 years from now, of all indications, across manufacturing, that's the solution for us. Yeah, additive. additive. Additive manufacturing. Correct. The fact that dental is already so well developed in it, and we're actually kind of leading the way for manufacturing purposes on 3D printing, which is very interesting because how it kind of fell into the CAD CAM side of things, and then it got linked over to the 3D printers. So where are we heading in 3D printing as dental. I will tell you the resins will improve. We're, we'll actually be able to provide longer lasting because, you know, especially when we're talking dentures, yeah, durability, and it's just 
don't drop it, you know, but it's done. Oh yeah. I was going to ask you about that. (laughs) we We can talk about that, but we're looking at better materials, better technology for the builds. And as those evolve, we'll have more long lasting and long term devices. I like, I like to call dental restorations medical devices because of the FDA backing. And then for the crown side of things, I definitely do. I don't know how I can say this and not get in trouble. Um, <laughs> so well, That's no fun. I know, right? And I get to work with That's another thing too. Thank you to all these companies out here that work with me. It's incredible. I mean, the support I've gotten, especially in the 3D printing background, I mean, it's like an open door policy. I can call anytime, you know, I can go out to those companies and work with them or I can work on the materials. Thank you to those people for being supportive of that. I will have to say that. Long lasting crowns, I can see it on a resin basis. And of course, you know, you saw a little bit of it with the temporary material from Envision Tech and them calling it like long-term temporary crown. Yeah. So we kind of got a flash of that. And that will evolve. Resins are always being worked on. You... And with how big it's been, and you can only imagine how many even smaller, I guess, like dental companies are working on crafted specialty resins to be able to be validated with different printing systems. So that's going to come on a resin basis. But then again, too, about, I would say, five to six years, we'll see a big kick of uh, zirconia printing. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it was already on the floor this year. Um, at IDT, there was a couple of zirconia printers out there, which I mean, I've heard about them. yeah, they're there, but are they like here ready to rock and roll? It takes about, it takes about five or six years to get things streamlined. I mean, you can always make something on, you know, added manufacturing, but does it mean it can actually get in a patient's mouth and be classified as a medical device? Give it probably five or six years. Yeah. It's going to take some time. It will, but it's already here and it's happening. So when I say the industry as a whole, that's specifically here in the laboratory too. It's only going to evolve and improve because everyone wants to have the best, right? Even with traditional materials, everyone always wants to up the other company and they're going to do the same thing for 3D printing. And it's going to create really some great digital materials and tech to be able to do it. And what an exciting time to be in dental laboratory. By the way, I'm, I'm traditionally trained too. This is where it gets right. I came in 2013, no digital background. And then you get to be in dental laboratory now going through this kind of evolving into a digital career field. Yeah. So you could sit down and still hand wax a full contour. I just did two no prep veneers nice. the day hand wax because they said, well, just mill it in CAD wax on the CAD cam system. I was like, it's too thin to design. I'll never be able to mill that. And they're like, oh, I guess we'll have to wax it. And I was like, well, where's your waxer? Oh, I have to run home and get it. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, but honestly, um, I tell people that all the time too. I love digital and, you know, with what it did for me in the Air Force and the cases we were able to complete. But at the end of the day, technology is not reliable. Okay. My computer is not going to just like tell me every day that it loves me and it's going to show up and it's going to work. You don't get to do that. You know, we have the biggest problems, tech crashes, software, different firing programs going out, pieces, elements of centering ovens, that stuff. It's just not reliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is reliable is your hands. That's the one thing you can control. So as a digital technician, I can say, wow, this case is not going well. My systems crashed. This needs to be done. 
And guess what? I can get up and I can just go do it. Yep. It's good because a majority of CAD CAM people couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to do just a splint the other day and I was digitally designing it, but there was something wrong with the scans and they're just splicing all over the place and giving me some crazy, you know, like exploding models on the screen. And I'm just like, oh, well, what do I do with this? Okay. We print the models and then we just go make a traditional splint out of acrylic. That's it's faster. Okay. Problem. Just do a traditional, get up and just push it over. It's no big deal. And I love that. And I, I love working for Tristan's laboratory as well, because they're so strong on the aesthetic side of things. Every single case that comes to this laboratory is QC'd by who's ever in the general management kind of slot for that day. Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of rotation for departments and things, but it's every case is QC'd by CDT. Wow. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. And for an aesthetic side of things, I mean, we have our own custom shades here. We have a kind of our area out front off from our waiting room. We see patients every week for custom shades. Yeah. We're still able to support that and nothing's traditionally made. It's Mm. all based off a digital. Mm. I love it. I love this laboratory. And that's why, like I said, two weeks before here, I was going, you know, corporate. And then I came down here and was supposed to have lunch. (laughs) Yeah. I took the job before I left. And then, you know, he was talking about money. And I was like, I don't even know. Let's just talk about that Monday. You know, <laughs> I was like, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't even planning on taking a job. I was like, I got people to call to say, I can't work for them. Okay. <laughs> so that was two weeks before I got out and I ended the Air Force on the 29th and I started Tristan's lab on the 30th. Wow. You didn't even take a day off? Wow. Not a single day. And I don't think you look back, did you? Hell no. I can't imagine. I did. There's so many great things to do here. And sure. The Air Force provided me with things that I can just never recreate. But there's so much more as on the civilian side of things and how you can interact with other laboratories. And that's a big thing for Bayou State General Laboratory. They're part of a lot of laboratory groups and, you know, sales groups and marketing groups that help and support each other. And it just, it's great. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? This is where I wanted to be. This is what I expected. And I don't think if I would have jumped straight to the corporate side of things that I would have been this happy. There's no way. So talk about your Facebook page. I saw that. I've seen that. I'm friends with you. So how did you get involved with that? And what is that all about? And it was probably um, through some of the carbon stuff, of course, because background, you can only imagine that I have a big love for my, my friends over at carbon. They are also great. They're great people, great tech. And, you know, I can say that about a ton of printers, but that's probably, you guys are always on the carbon pages and that's where we probably got linked up. The social media thing for me, I just started it out. I mean, I've had that same Facebook account since I was in marching band in high school. If you dig back (laughs) my photos, you can find marching band photos. I swear they're there. Don't go digging, but (laughs) to me, I, my family yells at me because I got the two kids. Well, post the kids. Well, you know, it's a way to connect to people globally. Yeah. For and I'm able to help and educate people all over the world through social media. And if that means that my grandma has to get, you know, my kids' photos emailed to her instead of me posting, okay, that's fine. She'll live. Because I've turned it into more of an educational tool. And yeah, I still post about my family and I try to use it as like that traditional one um, to make the family side of things kind of happy, but I can get a, a message from, you know, India or who have I talked to this week? I mean, I can open up my inbox right now and there's just people from everywhere 
who have been like, hey, I saw on your page that you were at Dent Supply Serona's training academy back in you know February. Do you know how to work this? Yep. Absolutely, I do. Do you want to talk it through? Do you need help? Hey, I saw that you're 3D printing. What's that like? Oh, you're, you have the Paula Denture system in your laboratory the other week. And it's a great connection tool to help educate people. So that's where I kind of see it going. And, you know, my poor family, they'll be upset with me. My kids are pretty cute, though. So they'll probably smashed up there here and there. You <laughs> <laughs> have to deal with that. But, you know, they're cute kids. So, wow. Well, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. But that's what's going on that. I'm super excited that you didn't go into corporate, that you stayed here with us laboratory peeps. Yeah. But you still focus on education, which is always so important. Yeah, super important. And it's not only big to educate other people, but, you know, I always hold kind of people accountable. You're always out here educating everyone else, but are you educating yourself? Not, you know, I heard this lecture three years ago, so I can talk to you about it. Yeah. I mean, you really have to be invested. Just the other year, actually claimable, I had over 500 CE hours. Wow. In a year? In one year. Like it went through for my, you know, I have to have my eight or 10 or something for my um, CDT and it was counted there. And I was just like, holy cow. That's a lot. Exactly. But you have to hold yourself accountable if you're going to be, if you're going to play a role in education, then it's expected to, for you to educate yourself and keep up with it. And that means attending courses, you know, reading articles, just word of mouth and talk, talking with friends. Research and development is key. You can't stay ahead if you don't regularly do R&D work. It just can't happen. Listening to podcasts. Yeah. Very important. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to educate yourself. And you can't be a great educator unless you're doing that. Which means I stay really busy and education kind of just is a big focus for me. What that means, I literally have no free time in my whole life besides dental, my kids, and uh, that's it. Yeah. What else is there? I don't need anything else. I'm really happy. I'm literally motivated and happy to come to work, even when I know it's going to be a complete show. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Yeah. As long as I've been in the industry, which is pretty much my whole life, I enjoy every single day. I love what I do. I love the education. I love the research. So I just, uh, you sound jazzed. I love talking to you. It's been amazing. If you wake up every morning and you're thinking about all the crap you're going to have to go through, but you're still kind of excited. And then you're more excited to see the new things that you're going to learn. And you're going to actually go through for that day and learn new things. Yeah. Awesome. Continuously. Yeah. It was great being able to get on here and chat with you guys. I mean, that's a, that's a little bit of an intro into my life. And <laughs> I mean, honestly, some of the stuff, like I said, give me an hour and a half just for the tech on printers. If you want to talk ceramic porcelains, give me two hours. If you want to talk, you know, anything small niche, I can, I can give you a two hour conversation on just that one individual as well. I would love to. I think that's just a small amount of time compared to where you're going. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Sorry, Elvis. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I would love to bring you back on to talk about 3D printing. Heck yeah. You know, we... We could have people on from the printing companies, but they're talk about their printer. Yeah. I'd love to get more of a generalized, what's this all about? Mm -hmm. How can people make educated decisions on which ones they want to buy? I think we definitely have a follow-up. And that's, yeah, that's the last lecture I just did was, I, what did I title it? I believe it was 3D printing the new era of digital dentistry. And what path are you going to choose? Or what path are you going to follow? 
because no one has time to go do all the research work that took me just in printing, by the way, I spent the last, what was it? 10 months now just doing 3d printing research every night. So no one else has time for that because they actually have like a laboratory to run and me <laughs> working in the air force side, you know, it's like, well, if I'm gone, if I'm traveling for work doing this, it's fine. I, yeah, we have a large laboratory team. You still get your paycheck on the first and the 15th, no matter what you're doing, as long as it's work related. I didn't physically have to be in the seat designing heat. That's great. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Jessica. Yeah, thank, thank you. so much. No, uh, thank you guys so much for like even wanting to have me on. Yeah, definitely cut this part that I'm going to tell you. But I was at Fun in the Sun and Trish was just like, oh, I love Barbara and I love Elvis. You just have to reach out to them and get on there with them. Aww. You know, so... Yeah, she gave you guys like the biggest support. And I I always see and listen to the podcast. And I was like, hey, you know what? Why not? And then sure enough, Elvis messaged me about something the other day. And I was just like, you know, Trish just told me that I should definitely get in touch with you guys. And he's like, I want to be on the podcast. <laughs> and I've heard uh, you're an amazing speaker. And you put on a really, really, really good lecture. So congratulations as well. It's mutual. Yeah, I think, yeah, I really do love to lecture. Takes a lot of balls to get up there. I'm telling you. I am terrible at public speaking, by the way. I actually have a ton of anxiety when it comes to public speaking. Yep, too. <laughs> and I'm like shaking. And my first two sentences are usually, you can hear the wavering tone in my words. Mm. And the minute I get into, well, I'm a nerd. And well, I'm literally a dental nerd, like everything dental. So as long as I say the word dentistry or dental like four times in those two sentences, I'm into nerd mode. Like Aww. I'm good to go. Yeah. Nice. Same here. I, and I do. I have a huge fear. It scares the hell out of me to get up there. But you know what? If you're passionate about it and you want to tell people and you want to just get your message out, you just have to overcome that and go for it. And it sounds like you are. So congratulations. I can't wait to hear you speak. And I love the fact that you're a strong, powerful, kick-ass woman. Awesome. Yeah. All four foot ten of me. <laughs> okay. By the way, if you guys ever see me lecture again, I mean, they really should have helped me out last time. My podium, you can only see the top six inches of my head. <laughs> That's even better. I'm 5'1". I love it. I mean, some people who attend my lectures might not actually know what I look like because if I get stuck <laughs> behind a podium on like an elevated surface and I'm just kind of like, I, it almost looked like I was going to fall off the elevated surface because I was like, you kind of see my face while I'm like talking. That's funny. Oh my gosh. It was, it's a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We're doing it and we're doing great things down here at Bayou State. And I'm super excited to be a part of the team down here. And it's a great place to work just with the management team, Tristan out there, you know, kind of running the image in the face, working on the clinical side. And then his brother, Tony's back here covering. So he's a CDT in ceramics. So we're highly aesthetic, everything we send out. And then we got Zach, who's been working here for 17 years and was previously kind of their digital guru. And then me on the management team. And Zach, I mean, you got to think your digital person is the person that really keeps things afloat in your laboratory. So he's like the person that no matter what, your stuff gets done. Yeah. So yeah. You, got, you got him and you got Tony on an aesthetic stands and you got Tristan out here on the clinical side, keeping our doctors happy and working with them daily. And then I get popped into the mix and let's see where it goes. Right. And we're, we're we sounds do. like a hell of a team. Yeah. We, and way to give your team props. Awesome. I mean, they're absolutely amazing, so. Well, even though you cried when you learned about us, we are happy you decided to take on our industry, and we're grateful that you're in it. 
Yep. I am so happy to be here. And I'm, I'm so happy because there's so many great people and there's so many great companies and so much to learn in education. And at the end of the day, guess what we do? We help people and we get to change lives. And if that doesn't make you happy, then I don't know what else would in life. Well said. Yeah, well said. And we appreciate you coming on. It was a great interview. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Jessica. It was wonderful talking to you. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thanks. If you've ever researched 3D printers, you've most certainly heard of Asiga. The Australian company produces the popular Asiga DLP printers, which cover all dental laboratory printing needs from low to high volume manufacturing. The dependable and popular Asiga Max has proven itself as an affordable yet super accurate workhorse printer that is extremely fast, consistently accurate, and truly affordable. There are two versions of these tabletop printers, the Max UV and the recently introduced Max LCD entry-level version, which introduces single-handed print removal, a touchscreen interface, and the ability to switch materials in less than 30 seconds with no calibration needed. The larger Pro Series printers serve the high production needs of some laboratories. The Pro 4K features the latest DLP imaging technology and the largest build platform in the Asiga printer line. The Pro HD model is another large format printer with high speed, a touchscreen display, and a CNC machine calibration assembly for consistent, repeatable results. 3D printing is growing fast, and if you're growing with it, make sure you're printing with fast, affordable, and proven dependability. Asiga 3D Printers from Whitmix. So we can't thank Jessica not enough for coming on the podcast and talking to us. We are always fascinated by the people who serve our country, and for that, we thank you. Good luck on your next phase of your dental laboratory career. I'm sure that we'll be seeing her lecturing. Oh, I'm sure um, she'll be everywhere. Yeah, she'll probably be in Chicago, hopefully Vegas. So thank you, Jessica. Yeah. So we just saw Judy. Judy just blew yeah. by us. Hi, Judy. <laughs> she'll be back because we want to give her a hug and thank her. She's so. making her rounds. She's making her rounds. Just I saying. see her. Yep. She's amazing. So we've been asked lately about the T-shirts. Usually when we sell T-shirts, we do them in fundraising campaigns. You do them for like four weeks at a time. So enough people have asked that we decided to do it again. So due to popular demand, dun, we dun, have dun. started a new fundraiser campaign. So until November 6th, you can get a shirt. And again, all the profits go to the Foundation of Dental Laboratory Technology. And a huge shout out to Patrick Allen. Absolutely. Who wore the voices from the bench while lecturing at, at the, the National Denturist yes. Association. So, Thank unfortunately, you. these convention organizers, I don't know if they get together to work at a calendar, but they have so many that happen at the same weekend. Yep. So, you have Lab Day East, but they're also doing the National Denturist Association out in Las Vegas. Wish we could have been there, but, you know, it's one or the other. We were there. With our shirt. With our shirt. So, so thank you. Patrick was Allen awesome. was on stage <laughs> sporting our T-shirt, which yeah. is amazing. Yep. So this fundraising campaign, not only do you get to sport a shirt with our favorite podcast on it, <laughs> but you also be supporting an organization that supports the continuing education of our industry. Because we believe that an educated industry is a thriving industry. So head over to this episode show notes or to VoicesFromTheBench.com to find a link to purchase a shirt. 
Then make sure you head over to dentallabfoundation.org to learn more about this important cause and to learn more about one of the many grants that provide opportunities to those willing to take them. And I can tell you there are a ton of grants out there for this. I know. And not enough people try to get them. Yeah. I think it's just uh, maybe it's up to us also to help spread the message for people to go to the foundation website and take a look at all of the grants. And a lot of them go to helping you with your exams and your CDT. And there's a COIS grant. Yeah. And there's a Mark Jackson grant. I mean, there's just so yeah. much money available that... So many people have helped raise these monies so that we can give back to uh, educating. So check it out. Don't sell yourself short thinking you can't get it. Everybody's eligible for this, and you can use it for such a great cause. And as always, a big thank you to this week's sponsor, Digital Dental and Whitmix. You can always find a link to them on this episode's show notes. Be sure to send them some love back. And, you know, it's kind of cool because we've heard from both companies that having their um, sponsorships and their ads on our podcast have definitely given them leads. So we're proud of that. Thank you, both of you. And we especially want to give a huge thanks to those responsible for the JDT 2019 WOW product. So a, a group of industry leaders... And somebody nominated, somebody us nominated us to be part of this great group of products and services in our industry. And we're up with some big names, Pre-Argin, the Trilore, and here we are. So check out the latest issue of JDT. There's a little blurb about us in the podcast, and uh, we can't thank you enough. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. And there's also mentioning of me, uh, my sub eight mile <laughs> <coughs> on the um, on the race, which you can you can edit that out. There's but <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad. Did you hear about the guy that just ran a full marathon in under two hours? No. Yeah, it's the first time it's ever happened in human oh history. God. I wonder what he's taking. <laughs> he's probably like ninety pounds. <laughs> Well, awesome. We're going to get back to recording some great stuff here at Lab Day East. And join us next week. We got some interviews that I got at the DS Marketing Summit. Awesome. And that was amazing. You did an amazing job again without your partner. So listen up. It's only one voice of voices, but it's an amazing one. So join us. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. Have a good one. Bye. Joe, you're a buzzkill. I know, I know.